Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God. Amen. Amen. Please help me welcome on stage our brother Benjamin Alija to share with us a very powerful testimony. Please welcome Benjamin Alija. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. My name is Benjamin Alija. I'm a dancing star. Amen. And this evening, as I stand here, I'm here to share my testimony. Amen. Five weeks ago, I went for a funeral, and then, you know, normally you see that when you go for a funeral, you see boys who gather at one place, girls at one place. I went late, so I was sitting alone in a chair, and then I was soaking message as usual. As a shine idea, you must always soak message. So I was there alone, and then I realized a group of boys were laughing. So I was like, what's going on? I want to go and check what's up. They were my friends. So I went there. As I went there, to my surprise, they were discussing about ladies lasting. And then I was like, ah, don't they have anything to talk about? So I came back and I sat down in the chair. And it's like, as I sat down, I became sad. I was like, God, I was once like them. Yeah, I was also a guy who lasted after girls some years back. So I, I became sad. I was like, God, can you help them too? Then I remember that it is because of something. It did not just happen. The message in the house is powerful. The Bible says, I say, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. So I believe that the message we are soaking here every Saturday, Flaming Fire, Shine Service, they carry power and it's life. And I want to encourage everyone here that you don't take this service for granted. If you are new, please stay well because your life will be transformed here. The second testimony. Amen. Three weeks ago, I was in the office and then one of my staff came. I was like, someone is looking for me. So I was like, who is that? So I asked them to let him in. And he came. I was like, it was a prophet. I don't know. He said he used to come around, pray with a woman, and then God gave him a vision about my school. He said something bad will happen to one of the kids, and it will affect me directly. And I was like, wow. I told him one thing. I told him, okay, God bless you for the revelation. But I have fathers, and, and I'm under covering. And I told him, I don't, I'm not afraid, because the God whom I serve is all over me. Amen. So that week was the week we had the crusade at Presby. And Bishop was preaching about the blood of the lamb. And he prayed. As he was praying, I was sitting in front. And I was receiving. I said, God, this is me. And then last week, we had a graduation. Nothing bad happened to the student. And today, there's no bath story. I want to say a very big thank you to Bishop, our father, Bishop Edwin Morganogo. 
It's been a blessing in our lives. And I will encourage everyone here to stay, and your life will never be the same. Shall we all say amen? Amen. Amen. Oh, please, you can do better. Amen. We have another sister in the house. You see, this girl, when she sends us the testimony, the thing she said was, I've already given my testimony. Do you think I should come and give it? I said, as far as God is doing something good in your life, come and give the testimony. Amen. Aha, uh -huh. so there's nothing like too much testimony. So please, why don't you help me welcome on stage Jemima Eskin as she shares her testimony. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm Jemima Eskin and I'm a singing star. Okay, today... I just want to say thank you to God and to Bishop and to Bishop Doug for all the words and the prophecies that we hear. I remember last semester we had, I had this one cause that I was crying about. I was like, hey, this paper, I haven't seen some before. So in my head I was like, oh, this paper, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll write it again. When we came back from there, from IA to the exam, I was like, what is this? What kind of math too is this? Then one of the Let It Be Light series, Bishop was preaching and he gave a prophecy that you will receive grades you don't deserve. And I don't, I didn't remember it. So it's like, the, that, and funny enough, that's the first um, results that have come out that semester, like for that one. Then I went back, I checked, I was like, oh, thank you, Lord. Then like in three days after I checked it, I was listening to the message and Bishop said, you receive grades that you don't deserve. And I was like, hey, this one did. And I tapped it, Pa. I don't remember saying amen or anything, but I believe that I really tapped it. Then I was listening to um, Not By Might by Bishop Doug at the First Love Center. And one of the prophecies he also gave was, the school that you started, you will finish. The building that you are building, you will live inside. This semester, I didn't know, I didn't know where I was going to get my fees from. I was like, God... This one, they're me and you now. I was just there and I, we started making lists of people that we'll talk to and ask and everything. Then I just sent my dad a message. I, I wasn't, one of my friends was like, Jemima, have faith. Because as I was sending the message, I was like, hey, this man, will he remind me? And she was like, Jemima, have faith. And in about two, two days after, he sent the money. And I, I, as I was looking at the message, <laughs> I thought, <laughs> it's too good. I thought it was a joke because it came through a bank. So I said, oh, and it was a Friday too in the evening. I was like, where will I go and get this money from? So Monday, I was the first person at the bank. Hey, shop. I got there and the, the, the money was there. Clearly, I went to take it. I paid. I, I believe that I'm one of the first people have paid their school fees this semester. And today, I, 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 I stand here and I say, thank you, Bishop, for all the prophecies. Because I don't remember saying amen. It was after I went back and I was listening to the message. I was like, hey, I must have said amen for this prophecy. That is why I passed that paper. I must have said amen for the, use, the school you will finish. That's how come I will go to school next semester. Amen. And I believe that it's because of the purpose that God has given us. We are going back to school this semester to win the harvest that God has given us. Amen. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you, Bishop Doug. My life is being changed every day. 
And right now, I just want to encourage all of you, don't sit on the testimonies. You might never know. Somebody was sitting there is thinking that, oh, Jemima too, but she came last. She's come to share it again. But maybe that testimony I shared opened another door. So if something has been done for you, don't be just, just come and share. And you'll be blessed over and over and over again. I will not stop coming. I'll keep coming to share the testimonies. Amen. Wow. Amen. Amen. You see, the prophecy you believe in is the prophecy that happens to you. Hey, please. I'm telling you. And if you are here, you don't soak the messages. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But please, I beg you, soak the messages. As she said, it was from the message she, she, she got to know that hmm, this thing, I said amen somewhere. Amen. Wow. So next on stage are the Shinewood guys. You see, today they said a letter from the devil to man. And you see, I was wondering whether the devil used a writing pad, what pen he used. He used beak or a pointed pen. Or maybe he started with and the brightness of the day has given me the opportunity to jot down my pen. And okay, you, let's find out as we welcome on stage, the Femsters! Praise the Lord. Uh, if that hand clap was for me, I think you can do better for Jesus, right? This, this next piece um, educates us on Satan's methods, how he works, and what he wants from us. And most importantly, it's going to educate us on how to overcome him. Dear man, from the beginning of time, I fought against your innocence. So the fact that you keep falling into the same sins that you've been trying to avoid is no coincidence. I've assigned demons to rigorously study each and every one of you since birth so we know what your weakness is. Our strength is made perfect in your weaknesses now. Before I go any further, I want you to understand that I hate you. But the main purpose of me having this conversation is to show you how much I appreciate you, so thank you. Because your generation has generated so much hope for me, it's pathetic yet impressive, so please continue with your carelessness. See, you don't even have to worship me because I am the only being that you could make your God without even being aware of it. So by default, I win. If you're not in Christ, it's not even a contest because when you don't serve the God that's right, I'm the only God that's left. Therefore, there's no need to discriminate. I even come to eliminate him, he's her, she, he's kisses from me, are sweeter than pieces of chocolate droplets. So, Adam, Eve, take and eat. Your disobedience is so <laughs> sexy to me. And I have a fetish for hypocrites, the way you go from right to wrong, from light to dark, that turns me on like a switch, because you switch when you walk, so justify sin. Justify sin, you're already condemned. Just allow me to cause you to pass the rock 
of your salvation, which brings deliverance to your soul. So now you can never blame me. I just gave you an assist. You took yourself to the hole. See, every day I replicate to a reversed Halloween, but my potential costumes are made of flesh and blood with a spirit that is free and a will that is free. I see billions of costumes now. Hmm, who should I be? How about the perfect guy you like to meet? Kind of rough or kind of sweet? With a pair of hurricaned eyes that will shatter the levees of your heart and sweep you off your feet. But instead of a ring, I'll just hand you a leash and treat you like the female dog you are to me. Or I can come in a miniskirt with heels because I know you like this guy, but sometimes that is my disguise. I'm the terrorist of the eyes, the way I hijack your mind and make you blind to what's right. I have you so enticed that you might just want to cheat on your wife or better yet die for me. Because, because when you put truth under this bed, you would always lie with me. No lie. In the end, nobody wins. That's why we end up with our souls tied. See, I have used mankind to become the greatest diversion that mankind has ever seen. I never look like the problem when I make the problem look like human beings. See, if sisters can fight sisters and brothers can fight their brothers, then I have the victory. Because you end up with nations with wounded families, but an unscarred enemy, and it tickles me. You see, I patted in segregation, so the separation of the brethren is just an extension of that invention. So no matter how many children are born into God's kingdom, I make sure they all see sections. But sometimes things are not always as bad as they seem. I want you to pretend that hell is like a beautiful dream, like a blind date with darkness, because love won't be seen, but you'll be constantly embraced by undying flames till excruciating pain would seem like relief. But wait, wait, there's been a glitch in my plans that some of you may call grace. You see, despite my flowery displays of affection, my showering of bouquets of temptation, how come? When one rose, everything changed. It was that Christ. Yes, that Christ. Over 2,000 years ago, I manipulated and perverted men to capture and torture that innocent lamb, to murder him, because once I knew that all hope of humanity was dead, I would wear upon my head the glory of omnipotence as my crown. For I, ruler of darkness, prince of the air, could only rise when the sun was down. But he, he, he flipped the script on me. The very thing I was trying to use to bind you forever, he turned around and used it to set you free. It's like the MC hammered those nails in his wrist. I'm disgusted because the blood that covers believers is too legit. So when you commit, your spirit screams, can't touch this. He, he's a reckless romantic he will put his entire kingdom on hold to hold you. Why would an impeccable God be so desperate to make a flawed and broken creature whole in you? Don't even have the slightest clue how much he adores you. That's why I'm deceiving men and distracting them from seeing him. Yes, 
I'm always planning to bring calamity so that I could trick you into thinking that he vanished. But no matter what happens, he always finds a way to free the peace on you that passeth my understanding. Of course, your Lord has already conquered me. Why do you think these weapons I formed against you are not prospering? I am dead meat. That's why I have beef with you. Yes, you, you that believe. You know he's crushing my head, but I barely bruise his feet. So day and night, I approach his throne with accusations of you. But despite my efforts, he never sees you as trash, but instead as a treasure. He has made his grace so environmentally friendly. The way he embraces humans with his arms shaped like blue bins is beyond stupid. It's unusual. Despite how filthy and damaged you are, he still desires to recycle, a.k.a. renew you to use you again. His heart, his heart, his heart is like an internet address bar. He's constantly conducting worldwide searches for lives that would allow him to clear their history and give them new sight, for they are spiritually blind, but have had enough. It's completely irrational and just doesn't make sense why he loves you so much. Why? Does he long for your arrival like a child does? December 25th, you tread upon his mercy with an attitude like the Scrooge, but he sits and lets it pass, and yet he's willing to take you back like the ghost of Christmas past. It's foolish, but I'm running out of time. This clock is ticking like a bomb, and those of you who don't watch would watch it blow up in their face. Now brisk are the movements of my feet. I don't plan research. The synonym of insomniac and replace it with my name. I'm awake, and I work and I go with no breaks, and I go with no breaks, plus I'm drunk with road rage, and the only thing that stands in my way is this dead end route called hell. So let's crash and burn together forever, please. I beg you, don't surrender to him. But though he said, I have life, if you spell devil backwards, at least you have lived. I will give you the world. I will give you the world in exchange for your soul. So please satisfy my soul need. If the sky were the limit for your souls, I would reach. But thank your God that my sky has a ceiling called the soles of your feet. Thank you very much. God bless you. Yeah! I know, right? I know, I know. I know you've been dying to push your hands together and make some noise! Celebrate the victory of Jesus! Thank you very much. You'll be hearing more of this. In the coming week, you will see an act that is illustrating what he did. That act is called Sex in a Date. One of the most powerful instruments that the devil is using as he heard from him. Give it up for Jesus again. Thank you. Wow, give it up for the Femsters! Wow, that was a wild 
letter from the devil. Hey, hmm. Amen. We are getting closer and closer to the sweet something that we have in the house. You know, last week it was our my real meat, but this week I know you are wondering what's coming. But before that, let's welcome on stage Graciela Grace. Oh, hallelujah! Hallelujah! You may be wondering why I'm holding this, <laughs> but tonight I think I'm very much privileged to do what I'm about to do, hallelujah. And today marks the 22nd um, anniversary of our bishop, <laughs> his marriage anniversary. 22 years, it's not easy. Some of us, we've not even started yet. But he's been there 22 years. Please, can you sit down? <laughs> the reason why I was saying that this is too big for me to do is because it's from LPBM, hallelujah. And she actually asked me to read this out to you. But, you know, I don't know how to speak, but I know how to sing. So I want to sing the words that she wrote here for you. Can I do that? <laughs> so from our mommy, LP Bridget Mariam Ogo, this is to you, Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. And she says that there's nobody that knows her better and loves her better than you. <laughs> Let's go. So, Bishop, please, I, I really want you to listen. Huh? <laughs> you held me dear in your hand when I was nothing but clay you breathe your life into me you whispered my name so but you could truly understand what I made of you know who Can love me now 
there's no reason to pretend you see all through me and you still call me friend there's nobody knows me better it's like nobody's ever known me before and nobody knows me to be here tonight all right I just want to say again on behalf of all the shiners that congratulations Bishop and we tap into your anointing fully you two one day you celebrate your 20th and your 30th hey what a shock wow are you ready for tonight are you ready for the word tonight I want to encourage you soak the message but tonight ladies and gentlemen it's time to receive the word amen 
And tonight, for one more time, we have here in the house our very own, our very own daddy. Please, ladies and gentlemen, join me and let's welcome the Bishop Edwin Morgan. Oh, go, come on. Make some noise tonight.
Hallelujah. Keep clapping your hands. Every, every sister here, if you are in the university, by third year, you will have a nice beloved. Now, listen. There are many types of beloveds. In this particular service this evening, I'm sharing 22 A1 beloveds. Eleven of you, half of the 22, on your wedding day, your beloved will carry you in his arms. Receive it now. Also, on the average, on the average, a lot of sisters must have about three or four beloveds. That is, you are in a relationship, it doesn't work. You enter one, it doesn't work. And then maybe the third one works. You know, but tonight... The next beloved you have, I said, the next guy is marrying you right in front of the altar. Receive it now. Now, listen. You see, today is uh, it's my. 22nd wedding anniversary. So, the anointing to share, I said, the anointing to share, I said, the anointing to share, listen, you are receiving your own. Those of you who are married, your marriage will be nicer. Anybody without a beloved, right now, the wind of God is blowing a beloved into your life. Receive it now. Now, I'm doing some arithmetic. 22. 14 of you will have fully sponsored weddings. Fully sponsored weddings. I said fully sponsored weddings. Three. Fourteen plus three is what? Seventeen. Three guys here in this service. God is giving you beauty queens. Queens who are preachers. 
Look. When you marry, till you die, anytime you see your wife, something will do you. Receive it now. 14 plus 3 is 17. Final 5. Tonight is about beloveds and marriages. I said beloveds and marriages. I said beloveds and marriages. Five sisters here. I said five sisters here. You see, because of tonight, even if the guy was not going to be like that, tonight, five sisters here, your beloveds will become bishops. Receive it now! Yes. Watch it, mark it somewhere. Next week, I'm giving you honeymoon destinations. Honeymoon destinations. Father, we thank you for tonight. What a blessing to be in your presence. Speak to us. Let your will be done. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Tonight, we're going to have a good time. I'm preaching to you on what I began three weeks ago, titled, How Stars Rule. How Stars Rule. And I want you to turn your Bibles to... Daniel chapter 12. Are you there? Daniel chapter 12, verse number 3. And they that be wise shall shine. This month is a month of color. Yes, this month is a month of color. Which means that anything that is boring black and white in your life is vanishing. You are having... See, this is the beginning of the rest of your life. And the life that is ahead of you will be exciting. Yes. Not the excitement of the unbelievers. We will be here. Yes. We'll be here. We are going to be having fantastic times. There will be all nights, which will not be prayer all night. There will be dancing and singing all night. And we're going to have worship all night. How many of you know how to worship the Lord? Yes. You'll be here and angels, angels will be in front of you, behind you, and around you. That is why it is very important that you listen to me tonight. Because it is very important that you become a star. When you are a star, you see, they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness. You see, shine 
is a movement of ministers. Shine is not just an ordinary service. When you come here, you are not just an ordinary member who is just, you know, who attends church and you warm plastic chairs. Here, we work for the Lord all day long. We are students, but we work for God. We will do national service. We'll still be working for the Lord. Whatever you do, you will marry, have twins. You will be working for the Lord. Oh, I've not told that there will be many twins in this, in this shine service. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful children. Look, when we start dedicating babies here, you won't believe that you are the one going to stand here with your babies. You see, when you look at your life, it's far. It's so far. But you remember me. We are going to have a good time. Tell your neighbor, do you know good time? Good time. We're going to have good times here. Amen. And, and that is why you cannot be here and not be a star. You see, you must shine. You must not be unnoticeable. See, a star is prominent. A star shines. A star is easily identified. From this service, you will not be inconspicuous. Wherever you are, you will be noticed as a shining star. And that is why he says, many, those that turn many. So our work here in this service, which is a movement, we are only into turning of many to righteousness. You see us dancing, singing, rapping, acting. Now clap your hands for Obed. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Beautiful. Wow. Tell your friends to listen to the Shine podcast. I'm going to put him on it. Yeah. yeah. He'll be on before I preach. Yeah. And we are going to also cut it as a clip for our audio and video campaigns. Yes. Yeah. And you must, you must see, at dawn, when you wake up at dawn and you are praying, you should be listening to Obed. Yeah. That letter Satan wrote to you will never come to pass in the name of you. You are rather going to write letters to him that you are not coming to the hell that he is going to. You won't go to hell. I say you will not go to hell. In your hell. Say in your hell. Clap your hands for Jesus. Oh, what a church service. Hey, look, can I tell you something? I honestly, genuinely cannot wait for us to finish our church building. Yeah. We must have Sunday morning church service. Yeah. Look, our Sunday morning church service, the minimum period is four hours. Yeah. And we are there. I said, we can even take a break and come back. 
Yeah. So I'll be coming to raise funds for our foundation. And you will give. You will give. You see, when we have our service on Saturday evening, I feel too limited. But on Sunday morning, oh, and no, now Betty is here. And no, now Betty is here. But we are going to fill this hall times two before we go there. Already it's getting full. So, 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 see, I want to tell you that shine. You see, and tonight I'm preaching on how stars rule. Stars. Because, you see, you must be a star. And we are seeing here clearly that a star is someone who converts many people to righteousness. And for us in shine, our many, the minimum amount, the minimum number for many is 10. Yes. So we are going to become rulers. You saw it there in Exodus. Look at it. Look at it. Exodus 18. Are you there? Look for it. Exodus 18. Verse 25. And Moses chose able men out of all Israel and made them heads over the people. Rulers of thousands. Now, now you will get there. One day you will be a ruler of thousands. This is a service of rulers and kings. You, you see, nobody here will be an ordinary, I walk alone type of person without any future, without anything great. Here, look. Hmm. We get seven A's, eight A's, nine ones, and all that. But we are also spiritual rulers. Rulers of thousands. Rulers of hundreds. Rulers of fifties. And rulers of tens. Minimum is ten. You begin with one, two, four, and then you move to ten. Then after ten, what's the next number? Fifties. Our next target will be fifty. Fifty. That is why I am preaching the series I'm preaching. How, you see, if you become a star, a star is a ruler of a minimum of 10. Minimum of 10. And if you read Genesis chapter 1 verse 16, God made two great lights. The greater light to rule the day, the greater light, the lesser light to rule the night. And he made the stars also. Say the stars. Say, God made stars. Lift your right hand and say, God is making me into a star. I can't hear you. Say, God is making me into a star. Amen. He's making you into a star. Not a film star or a dancing star or a culinary star, but God is making you into a soul winning star. And look at what God did. 
He set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. Verse 18. And to rule, to rule over the day and over the night. So stars, they rule. If you are a young boy here, you will know clearly that a lot of things are ruling your life. A lot of things are ruling it. It's like you, 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 you cannot control yourself. Like Obed said in his poem, your clothes is flesh and blood. It's like your, 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 your life is flesh. Flesh. Can now. Hey, can now. A lot of things are ruling young men and women. Fornication, evil thoughts. But here in shine, <laughs> you will be so holy that you will shine. You will be so pure that you will shine. When you see a shine member having a wedding, you are sure that two virgins are married. Oh, yes. So, if you are here and you have broken your virginity, tonight, we are sowing everything back. We are, we are, we are spiritually reversing every process. Everybody will receive 10 stitches. Then after tonight, dear, you are pure. We don't fool in shine. No, 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 no. Now, you will know that a generation of guys and girls has arrived. A generation has come up. You will rule. Stars dominate. There was a young guy in the service one day I was preaching. I think it was in Flaming Fire or so. He said, he has not watched pornography before. Yes. And so many people here. See, sometimes you think you are the, like everybody is like you. But it's not like that. <laughs> it is you that Ogba, Ogba. But there is going to be a rebirth. Listen, any past foolishness of your life is being reversed to wisdom. 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 Guidance. Direction. You will not be like boys like you who have no aim. No aim. You see them, they have dressed, but there's no aim. I mean, there, there, is, there, there is nothing ahead of them. No aim. You won't be like that. That's why our aim now, current aim is 10. This is our vision. Yes. And that's why I'm, I'm, I'm sharing you, with you how stars rule. Because in your case, fornication will not rule over you. You will master fornication. You, Paul said, I put my body under. What destroyed your friends will not destroy you. You are receiving supernatural exemption. I said you are receiving supernatural exemption. 
when your friends are committing abortion, you will be a pure person whose vision is to win souls and to minister to people and to minister God's word. Look, in shine, the era where we have mini crusades and Michael and Reverend Kobe and Co are preaching, it's, it, it's over. When we have street jams, you will be preaching, Luis. Oh, yes. You preach and invite them. And you form your own new believers group. Now, that is what I'm talking about. How does this cause you to be a ruler? Because the stars, they rule. And to rule over the day and over the night. Because there are sins that are committed during the day. And there are sins that are committed in the night. And as for you, you will master both day and night. How do stars rule? How, how, how is it possible for somebody who is winning 10 souls as his life's vision, as he's in school, he's looking out for who he can invite to church, who he can add to his list. Everybody in this church will be a ruler of a minimum of 10. Now, the question we are asking is that, how do these things make you a ruler? And I remember that, that the first reason, the first how, the first answer I gave you was that by using the word of God, you become a ruler. Because the Bible says, where the word of the king is, there is power. As you witness, as you follow up, you will be using the word of God. And anywhere God's word is, there is power to stamp out nonsense. Number two for today, how stars rule? How will evangelism, how will winning souls, having your ten people, how will it make you a ruler? Number two, through the influence of Powerful spiritual relationships through the influence of powerful spiritual relationships. You see, when you are a star, you see, if you look into the skies now, you see that stars are not alone. Stars always exist in what we call a constellation, called English. Constellation. Now, one of the ways you will rule and overcome the demons that want to destroy you. Some of you, I told you the last time, the demons that destroyed your auntie, destroyed your cousin, destroyed your, some of your parents' marriage is not so good. And you are headed in that direction. But through shine, you will take a bypass. I said, you will take a bypass. Yeah. There are some of you here, you've got cousins who smoke weed. You know people who smoke weed. Other you yourself used to smoke. Ah, but by the way, have I told you that anything you were doing that you have stopped doing can come back? I've told you. Uh-huh. That the fact that you are sitting here does not mean that you are totally 
free. You are only free today. Tomorrow depends on you. That is the reason why through becoming a ruler of ten, when you look up, you see a constellation, stars. So, if three stars come together, the enemy that destroyed you when you were alone, when it returns, it comes to meet that you are now no more alone, but you are now a group of three, four, five relationships. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 4 and verse 9 that two are better than one. We normally use this for marriage. You see, when you start, when you start winning souls, when you start working like that as a student, you're on campus, you are in school, you are in WAS, every girls, whatever. And winning souls is on your mind. You see, what you don't know is that by, by, you see, have you noticed that we smokers, when they move to an area, somehow, they are able to find where we is sold. I mean, I don't know how they do it. Because where I live, I don't know where Indian hemp is sold. But when somebody who is into that life comes around, naturally there is, there is, there is, there is a natural connectivity. In the same way, when you are a soul winner also, when you are somebody who, who turns many to righteousness, you will naturally connect with like people. You will naturally connect with people who are also into that type of life. And that is the message I'm preaching. See, it is that connection that leads to certain victories in your life. For instance, the pastors we have, they love everybody. Everybody. They are supposed to love everybody. But what, you, what happens is that because of the work we are doing, we find ourselves naturally connected to the people who are doing what we are doing. I mean, if my work is to weed the cassava farm at the back there all day, and you want to talk to me, it would be in your interest to also get a hoe and join me as we are weeding, we are talking. Because I will not get any free time to dedicate that free time to you who is not working. So, whenever you start serving God, you come into relationships. For instance, many of you are close to Reverend Kobe just because of the work you are doing as a shepherd. Clearly, the people who are shepherds and pastors and, and are even working at a certain level are close to me. When we finish the service, I'm going to have a meeting. You may not join the meeting because you are not doing what I'm doing. And so by not being there, 
in the meeting. Because you see, it is after the meeting that says, Oh, Bishop, can I just see you for, the, for the discussion? Then we will sit down and talk. And share. You share your problems with me. But now, tonight, you are going to go home with your problems. Because you are cut off from the person. See, I'm talking about relationships. You, everybody must belong to a group. And shine itself is a group. And the Bible says that too. You see, what, what could destroy you alone when it comes to meet that you have got somebody you are flowing with? Spiritually. You have a good reward for your labor. Verse 10. Look at verse 10. Next verse. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone. If you are here with us in shine and you are not a ruler of ten, you are alone. You are alone. You are with us, but you are alone. We are doing something, but you are not involved. It is when you are with us. I'm t- see, that is how you rule. Because let me tell you, some of the things that are arranged to destroy your life, you can't overcome them. If your auntie couldn't overcome it, you will not overcome it. But it overcame your auntie because your auntie was alone. Yes. It overcame your father. I mean, in sign, can you imagine you marry and we are counseling you? I mean, you won't fail. But your friend will also marry and run away. You see, when you are not involved, you see, many of us here, our parents, even in Lighthouse, those of you here, many of us, our parents, even in Lighthouse, were people who were not involved in the work. And certain, certain serpents bit them. You must not join that group. You must not repeat history. In your case, you must, you must be close. See, when I talk about relationships, I'm not talking about beloveds. I'm talking about relationship with spiritual people. I mean, there is no way you will be destroyed by any demon if you are near me, you are close to me, and you listen to me. You will not, you will not be destroyed. It is when you are far. Because the demons know that they can only get you when you are alone. And I'm saying that what brings us together as a church is not dancing or singing. Our, our unity comes from our ability to rule over multitudes. So when we even meet and we are sharing scriptures, our scriptures we are sharing is about the work of God. And you are not doing it. So tonight, eh, I block any ear, any access of Satan's voice into your ear. Any plan, anything Satan is whispering into your ear. That don't mind them. Concentrate on your school. Don't mind them. Uh, for, uh, forget about them. Tonight, I am blocking that, that ear. No voice of Satan will enter your ear. 
the only words, the only voice that will have access to your ear is the voice of your pastor speaking to you and guiding you. There are certain people who must be in your life. There are some people, if you are alone, if your life is outside their world, you'll be destroyed. If you watch films of wildlife, you see that the lions, the animals they catch to eat are are always the animals that are alone. So through being a star in a constellation, you become a part of a group. So you become a part of a group. You will not be isolated and eaten. I predict and prophesy that in 10 years time, you will still be around and shining and doing well. And some of you here, some friends you have alone are not good. I mean, already are not good friends. Are not, are not the real relationships you need. The people in your life right now, they are good. They are good. They are nice. But they are not the relationships that will dominate and conquer some demons. The more you enter the work and the work, the more you meet people who are doing the work. And it is that relationship that is, for instance, turn your Bible, let me show you something. Let's take it from Matthew. Chapter 8, verse 14. Relationships. Say relationships. And when Jesus was come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever. And he touched her. He touched her hand. And the fever left her. The demon left the house. The evil spirit ran away and she arose and ministered to them. That house that Jesus Christ entered, that morning, Peter left that house. Peter slept in that house. He was with his mother-in-law who was sick. But Peter could not heal his mother-in-law. But because he was working for God, he had a relationship with Jesus. Because there's always a senior power for a senior devil. We call it a new devil for every new level. Yes, and any new devil has got a new power that can control it. Peter left the house in the morning. His mother-in-law was in a room. There are many things you cannot destroy. There are certain things that are worrying you. eh? It's not your friend Michael who can solve it. It needs a senior bishop. And when you are not into what I am doing, it's not that I don't like you, but honestly, the time Jesus used to go to Peter's house, he could have gone to also visit some Syrophoenician woman or some beggar somewhere. But when you work with someone, when you are in a certain relationship, the people who are with you are very important to you. Oh yes. I mean, if I must choose between you 
and somebody in town. I'll choose you first. If you have a problem, I will, I will solve. I am more committed to you. Okay. Here in China, maybe you don't know, but I want to inform you that all of us, we've got cousins. Yeah. Some of you think you are the only one with cousins. We also have brothers at home. But when you are in the house of God, there are new relationships that God gives us. We are not saying that you don't have a father at home. How many of you, your, your, your father is at home. Let me see your hand. Your father is at home. Or he's in town. Or your mother. Oh, I can't see your hand. Daddy is at home. Yeah. Here also in the church, God gives you daddy relationships. One of the ways by which you are going to rule a star rules is that a star is in a constellation. A, const- a star is you, you, you will hardly find a solitary star. By winning many to righteousness you automatically join a group. Now, those people become your brothers. They become your sisters. It's very important. Get it right. Especially fathers and mothers. You know, I've taught you this, but let me say it again. Jesus Christ said, we should not call anybody father. He said, call no man father. Find that verse for me. Matthew what? 23 verse 9. Look at it. Matthew 23 verse 9. He said, call no man your father upon the earth. For one, can I have another translation? Or you have only King James. New Living Translation. Yes. He said, don't address anyone here on earth as father. For only God in heaven is your spiritual father. So, so already, even it is, it is wrong that because somebody gave birth to you, he's your father. But we use it anyway. But these are the words of Jesus. He said, don't address, because see, to have a father, see, only God, only God qualifies to be called our father which art in heaven. Why is it that we must not call anybody on earth father? Why? Because the role of a father is so complex that one man cannot play that role sufficiently. You need another father in addition to Mr. Osei at home. One man cannot play the role of a father. Yes. That's why some of you have got a father at home, but it is Reverend Kobe who speaks to you and you hear. Some things your father cannot get you to do. In the church, we will get you to do it. I mean, you will obey gladly. I said, you will do what? You will obey with joy, gladly. Yes. I mean, some of you, it is in church that you will get a beloved. I myself, I will propose one to you that look, at, look properly at that girl walking. The one, no, not the green, the yellow one, that girl. Yes, look at her carefully. 
Some of you, if you will ever marry one day, it will not be from your father at home, but your father in the church. So these are, so that is why you must draw closer to even pastors. And it is when you serve God, when you do what we are doing, that you come near us. Hmm. You want to, you want to, you, are you talking about sisters? Brothers? I know you've got nice sisters, nice brothers who love you. But I'm telling you that you will get to a certain place in your life. You will need something more powerful than a biological sister in your life. And when you went, so, 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 so when Jesus Christ entered Peter's house, he entered as Peter's spiritual father. And he just went and held the woman's hand and said, Mommy, you are healed. And the Bible says the fever, the fever, which is a demon, left her. It left her. Some things will stay in your life for as long as you are detached from certain spiritual relationships. That's why, how do stars rule? How do stars have dominion? How do stars conquer? Stars conquer through relationships. Two are better than you alone, one. What you can achieve alone cannot compare to what you will achieve with me, you and I together. So in Matthew 12, when Jesus was preaching and an usher who had not had his quiet time came to tell him that, Pastor, please stop. Your mother is, is outside with your sisters. They, they want to see you. Christ said, what do you mean? My mother said, yes, Mary is outside. And Christ asked her, who is my mother? Matthew 12. Look at it carefully. Verse 48. But he answered and said unto him that told him, Who is my mother? Say relationships. Please, I'm not talking about beloved. So see, see, listen. All of us here, let me also say this to us. That, you see, there is nothing you are doing that God needs. God doesn't need you. You need God. God has gathered us here to give us victory over the things that will destroy us. Your cousins who are committing abortion is a sign that you also can do the same. When you play the instruments, we are blessed. But without you, we will have church. So why are you playing the instrument? You are playing it so that you can have relationships. Yes. Playing the drums will give you a relationship with a pastor. And you see, look at it. Who is my mother and who are my brethren? 49. And he stretched forth his hand towards his disciples and said, Behold my mother and behold my brethren. Let's all say it together. One go. Behold my mother and behold my brethren. Again. Yes. Now, verse, now, now who is brethren? Who is mother? Who is sister? Who is brother? To Jesus. This is Jesus Christ speaking. Who is the one who is Jesus' sister? Who is the one who, who is the pastor's brother? The pastor's daughter? The pastor's son? Verse 50. 
For whosoever shall do the will of my Father which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and mother. Clap your hands for Jesus. Doing the will. Doing the will of God. When you are in the church and you don't do the will of God, you do not enter spiritual relationships. As you grow, you realize that you will be closer. On your birthday, you see that you will have text messages from 50 church members who are your brothers and sisters before your mother who gave birth to you will even send them. I've been in church for 32 years. I can tell you, and I come from a very close family. I can tell you clearly that had it not been for brothers and sisters in church, and if my life was dependent only on biological relationships, I would not be standing here with a microphone talking to you. I'll be be gone far from here. You cannot live your life on biological relationships, academic relationships, work relationships. You need spiritual relationships. That is why God will let you be a soul winner. Not that, I mean, think about it. Let's see how the church is growing. We were a few when we started. Already, Luis, look at us here. The, the church is getting full. Without your turn. So without you, God will do what he will do anyway. But he gives you something to do so that if you have a hole and you are weeding, you may be by the side of somebody who has got something to offer your life, a wisdom for your life, an idea for your life, an encouragement for you, a shoulder to cry on, and a presence. That's why. That, not that you, 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 are, you, are, you are a great teacher of the word of God. Unless I'm preaching to you right now. Look, I will do this work with my life ten times over. If I have ten chances, I will choose this one. I cannot start. If I start to tell you the spiritual relationships, the lattice and the scaffolding that is around me based on this preaching, Relationships I have had because I'm a pastor. Hey! You sit there and, 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 and surrender your life to biological relationships. Huh. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. If Jesus Christ did not depend on biological relationships, I don't know how to call you. If your life is centered around biology, Jesus Christ said, I'm not going outside. I've got a mother. He said, Please, this is in the Bible. He said, Look at these ones. Behold my mother. Behold my brethren. Then he went on and defined who a mother is, who a brother is, anybody who does the will of God. So doing the will of God connects you to same-minded people who are also doing the will of God. And it is those relationships 
that can take fever out of your life. That can take madness out of your life. That can take demons that have destroyed your uncle, your great-grand-auntie, your mother, your cousin, and is now dead for you. Do you know what a fever can do? Don't let me start giving you a lecture. A fever. A fever. That's why in Ghana, when somebody has a fever, and we do tests, and we take a term, whatever, and the fever is still there, we are worried. Because it means something. Had it not been for Christ, Peter would have spent 10,000 Ghana cities on a funeral, his mother-in-law's funeral. Because your mother-in-law's death is your funeral. But a relationship enters your house, suddenly a fever goes out. When, when, when a man of God enters, a fever goes out. I said, when a man of God enters, a fever goes out. When a spiritual brother enters your life, some of you are here, it is your friend who has advised you, do this, don't do this, don't wear this, do this, speak to this one, don't go here. Don't. It is the work we are doing that connects us. We are not just here as just an, a, a, just an aggregation of town boys and girls who are just together and we are happy. No, something binds us. Something binds us. This one, this is our Sunday church service. Tomorrow, I am the pastor of this church. So I have to come and preach. But even very soon, it will happen. As you are snoring on Sunday morning, I'm also snoring on Sunday morning. You don't have to go to church tomorrow. I'm telling you. This is church. Your poor are sorry. Your real are sorry. And you wait till we now enter Sunday morning. Then you see that we were serious all the, all the while. This church. We are having church. First service is upstairs. Second service is here. Saturday evening, two services. Then tomorrow, your parents will come. Then fourth service tomorrow, a sixth service, your younger brothers in primary school will come for flaming fire. You can sleep, la. You can sleep. This is church. We're having church. But being here alone, I beg you, listen to me. I'm ending. Listen to me very carefully. You see, get up, please. Can we see the crowd here? Yeah. You may think that we are just here sitting by him, sitting by her, two boys together. It's like this is the church. No. Something deeper than Saturday evening shine service binds us. Something deeper. When we close and you go, you see people will be meeting in groups, rulers and constellations of stars will be gathering. People will be gathering and be discussing souls, discussing outreach, discussing follow-up, discussing meetings, discussing that, discussing this. And those are the people, they form the the, the real, the Saturday evening or Sunday morning crowd, you see, it's not the relationship we're talking about. Those who do the will. Those who do the will. And in shine, the will of God is that everybody must be a ruler of ten. Those who do the will. Who is my mother? Who is my father? Some of you. Some of you, yeah. It is because of this shine service that you will have a marriage which will go beyond ten years. Yes. Because even when you have a certain problem, even your mother who gave birth to you, like that, 
she, does, she may not have the wisdom to, to, to guide you out of the complex marital issue. Yeah, but in the church, just your sister's advice. Go and say sorry. That's all. Instead of your family members meeting, before they start talking, they will pour libation and they will ask a rear, a crying diabe, a blind or say a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a Listen, the wisdom, the wisdom for your life cannot be found in the sitting room of your house. It is in the house of God. David said, until I went into the sanctuary of the Lord, there I understood. Until I entered the church. Look, I want to inform you. Look, even yesterday, was, I was in my family house. I've got houses. Family families noble families my grandfather lived was a rich aristocrat he lived in a place in secondary called european town that's why the whites were living he, he built a mansion there we come from homes you are not the only one who comes from a home but i'm telling you that there is a place you will meet eh? there is a problem you will meet your house cannot help you you your, your, your father will be there and a disaster will strike you. Your mother will be there. The father who gave birth to you, who loves you, who paid your school fees because demons don't understand school fees. I'm preaching. I'm saying that some of you think that you are the only one with, with good families, with brothers who are nice and sisters who are close. We all come from there, but I'm telling I mean, look at your life. Look at your life. In spite of your sisters and your brothers and your loving and doting daddy. Look at you. A lot of the problems in your life, you need a higher power to enter for the fever to come out. There's a fever in everybody's house. So there is a fever in everybody's life. I said there is a fever. Everybody has a fever. You have a fever. You have a fever. You have a fever. <laughs> and you see, your mother will be sitting there. And your fear will be destroying you. Your father will be sitting there watching you. Hey! You won't believe it. Some of you must buy the CD and keep it. So when we are in the church and all of us are doing something, join us. Join us. Don't cut yourself off. Don't think you are wise. Don't think you have better relationships that your cousins are NDC chairman. That your uncle is a minister. Don't do that. I'm telling you that only the house of God has got solutions some problems Musa Kata next week God willing I'm going to talk about one of the ways stars rule one of them is through spiritual maturity spiritual maturity tonight don't forget Matthew 12 who's my brother who's my sister 
Who is my mother? Who is my father? Who? And he said, these are the ones. The ones who do the will of God. The will. The will. If you are here with us, and you will not do the will of God, you will not join us. It's almost like, like, <laughs> I don't even know. It's like, when you, when you win souls, we benefit. Listen to me. There's nothing you will do for God that he needs. He just, like, like, when you are cleaning up your house, you've got a, your, some, your, your junior brothers, two years, three years, or if you have got a child, a son, a boy, a girl, he comes to help you to clean the room. Wearing pampers, lifting boxes, lifting shoes, moving shoes. He thinks he is helping you. But what he doesn't know is that he is rather scattering the, 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 the order, destroying the order. Destroying the order. But you allow. So that the, pers- the, the child can be around you. So that he will not go into the kitchen for fire to burn, or go and pour hot water on him, or go and put his hand in an electric fuse and blow himself out. So he's around you, even though he's creating, not everybody who is singing sings well, but we allow you to be in dazzle, razzle, sparkle, luminous, not because you are a good singer, but by singing on the stage, you are allowed into relationships with others. How stars rule. You rule over things which destroyed your cousins. You rule over things which destroyed your classmates. You rule over things which ran down young boys and girls just like you. But you don't do those things. Why? Because you belong to a a constellation of stars. Two are better than one. Can you imagine if two are better than one? Can you imagine hundred? Can you imagine 28? Can you imagine 17? From today, the end has come to anything that tormented your destiny. The end has come to anything that that tried to, to, to move you away from the will of God for your life. What conquered you will not conquer you anymore because you are no more alone. There's a pastor over you. There's a sister around you. There's a brother by your side. There are some spiritual relationships. Strong bonds. That will make sure that you are never left alone. In the name of Jesus. Any plan of the devil to cut you off and send you back into the world. That plan is aborted. Why? Because you are now bound by a rope to your pastor. You are now bound by a rope to four other members of the church. You will not try to go because you are connected. May the work we do for God connect us. It is not good for a man to be alone. It's not good. Yes, I salute your family relationships. I know your father. He loves you. I know your sisters. I know your brothers. We all have some. But there is something you get from the church that a thousand fathers at home will never give you. I pray that today as we, 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 we become stars, as we turn many to righteousness, may we have common ground and a reason to be one. Yes. Some of you, the demons are already stationed. They know that you are the type who will always cut yourself off and be alone. So they are waiting. They see you here. They know that in two years' time, you'll be out. 
then they will come for you there. I had a member of my church, an usher. He left church. The next time I heard about him, he was a drunkard. True story. His name starts with I. He was a drunkard. After that, after a couple of years, the next news I heard was that he was dead. Satan wants to kill you, but he brings you into the church. He wants to kill you in spite of your father at home, your sister at home, your brother at home. But in the church, he connects you to powerful people, powerful spiritual bonds that cannot be broken. May that grace be on you. May you rule. Don't be alone in the church. Join us to do the will of God. And you will have a brother, a sister, especially a mother and a father. Stand to your feet. Lift your two hands. Lift your two hands. Everybody. Talk to God and say, Lord, give me the grace. The grace to join. To rule. Many things want to conquer me. Things want to rule over my life. Give me grace to rule. Lift your two hands. Lift your two hands and pray. We've closed the service. It's a new day. Join us. Get that sheet. Ask any pastor. Pastor, give me that. I'm going to fail with 10 people. By December, 10 people will be following me to shine service. Zimadosa. Lembrides Kabonde Da Kebe Suta. Lift your hands and pray. God is speaking to you right now. Be a ruler. Be a ruler. Be a ruler. Be a ruler. A ruler. A ruler. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. We will arise and we will shine. Every eye closed, every head bowed as we end the service today. I'm so glad your friend brought you to church today. What a blessing. As every head is bowed and every eye closed. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. You want to say, Pastor, I don't know Jesus as my personal savior. I don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. Pastor, please pray for me. Pastor, please lead me. Please, Pastor, guide me through a prayer to come into a relationship with Christ. If you are here today, and you are not born again. And you want me to pray a simple prayer with you today. Wherever you are, just lift up your right hand. I want to pray for you. Yes. Lift your hand high above your head. I see your hand. Pastor, pray for I see your hand. I see. I'm not saying you are a thief or you are a bad boy. No, no, no. You, you, you just don't have a relationship with Christ. And it is the most important relationship you must have. Pastor, I want to be born again. Wherever you are. Just lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Lift your hand. I'm praying for you right now. I want to be born again. 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 If your hand is up, you've lifted your hand, you want me to pray with you, then please come to me in front here. Let me pray. Come. With your hand up. Keep your hand up. 
and come. Come. Beautiful. No, turn towards me. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Withholding nothing. Come. Withholding nothing. What a blessing. Somebody is coming. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Lift your two hands and say this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I've found my way through your word. Say, Heavenly Father, today I've come to you. Thank you for your word. I've come to my senses. And I bow my knees to you. And confess you as my Lord and Master. Today, I receive you. Permanently. As my personal Master. My personal Lord. And my personal Savior. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to live for you. From today, I've turned my back to sin, to evil. I'm joining this family. I'm joining the shine family with relationships. Thank you, Father. It's a new life. I'm not going back to the world. I'm staying here. Thank you for washing my sins. Washing my sins. Washing my sins. Thank you for cleansing me. Thank you. I'm born again. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. On that day, when I die, I'll be with you in heaven. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. What a blessing. Share it with them. This book how you can become a strong Christian is for you. It's a gift from our pastor, Bishop Dagwood Mills. You must read it. It is rich with information. Yes. You must rule over fornication. Rule over masturbation. Rule over pornography. Rule over stupidity. And stand around and become a fresh child of God. Serving God. And growing up as an honorable tree and a noble vine in the house of the Lord. What a blessing. So may the content of this book change your life. But I've got my counselors, my pastors. Can you see them here? This young man, yes. God has prepared him to offer you advice as to what to do when he wants to meet you. And, and there's a team. So I would like you to please join him and go with him to the side. They will talk to you there or at the back, and then you come back. Clap your hands for them.